Welcome to Feedback Loop. Welcome back to Feedback Loop. Welcome back. You've stayed in our Feedback Loop, <laughs> as requested by Joseph on the former episode. That is me. That is him. Uh, if that former episode has been released. Otherwise, you came to the first one. And you're confused. And you're confused to what we're referring to. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, we, we're Feedback Loop Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Joey. He's Joseph. Joey. Joseph. I called him Joseph. Either, either way. He's Joey. Um... We're, we're talking about music. Yeah. Specifically, this week, we're talking about the album Love It, Love It. By Nana Grizzle. By Nana Grizzle. Nana Grizzle. <laughs> Nana Grizzle. Uh, I didn't look up the pronunciation. You know what? I didn't either. I've just always called them Nana Grizzle. I feel like it has so, to be Nana, though. It probably it has, to has to be Nana. Regardless. Especially, I guess I won't, there's a reason that I think it probably has to be Nana, but it has to do with their second album. Okay. So, well, maybe we can get into I, that yeah. at the end, or if we come back to revisit them. But uh, I say Nana. Nana Grizzle. That's what I do. Love it, love it. Uh, before, uh, no, go ahead. Why did why did you choose this album to, right. for the list? You you mentioned last time that there was a bit of a like a personal, maybe not personal is the right word, but there there was a connection yeah. you had with this album. There is a connection, and it's based on who recommended this album to me. I guess mm. it's Alyssa, my current girlfriend. We been together for a long time like six yeah. plus years at this point the personal connection deals with kind of subject matter of these songs which i guess maybe i could get into whenever we get to the songs but sure. there's just or at the end yeah there's, there's things yeah there's things in the songs that kind of have to deal with lyrically you're referring lyrically to? yes okay. this for me, my notes on this album are going to be extremely lyrical. Yeah. It, like <laughs> that's I think that's valid. Because a lot of the music is more generic, I guess. I mean, sure they have some trumpets in there which for like an indie pop yeah. band. Yeah. Maybe par for the course, but I I don't know. May may not be. But it's the music's pretty generic. It's the lyricism that that attracts gets, you. Gets me with this album. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's I think it's valid. Um, I was considering saying this before you kind of got into it, but uh, I was thinking on the way over here, music is such a fascinating thing because it's widely spread, right? Mm-hmm. Hundreds, thousands of people have listened to this album before, but it's still a very personal and intimate thing. Oh, Every yeah. person experiences an album in a different way. And uh, I, I think it's great that you have a personal connection. I had not heard of this band mm-hmm. or this album uh, prior to this. I listened to it. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, well, that's good. But, but we'll get into... That's very good. I, I didn't like it at first. Yeah. Hey, I didn't either. The, the first two times, three times I listened to this album, I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. It sounds very much like Joey music. Yeah. Um, which I have a question for you that I'll ask at the end. But... Um, it didn't really like. I I we'll just we'll get to it track by track. My notes were initially taken in kind of that negative light, not yeah. necessarily negative. I wasn't trashing it. Yeah. But, but you were skeptical it, it, and critical of it. Probably. Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, Which but, is totally understandable. But it, it, I have a different opinion now. Yeah. And I'll kind of go through it as I'm reading my notes, that uh, to kind of correct myself, mm-hmm. I guess in hindsight, the uh, the album art for this album uh, is a bunch of yellow... It's, it's a yellow background. There's yes. uh, 
some cartoonish animals drawn on it. All playing instruments. All playing instruments. They're in a band. Yeah, it's it's, and it, it's not. Uh, I don't want to say it's not professionally drawn. Yeah. But it seems like it was drawn by someone who isn't an artist as a profession. Yeah. Right. Or maybe they're a really good artist and this was just their style. I considered that as well when <laughs> I was thinking about it. That this this could be a very simple aesthetic yeah. that somebody wanted and they nailed it. But it kind of looks like someone in maybe like high school uh, without a ton of experience drawing. Just drew it. Drew some animals. Yeah. I mean, so on this, you got you got a bunny playing a guitar. Yeah. You got a chicken. Yeah. A bird of I some sort. I love the bird on drums. On, on the back, on the drums. He's just holding his He's hands holding up. sticks straight up. Yeah. He's ready for it. Uh, you have two cats standing on top of amps playing trumpets. Mm-hmm. And they're blowing out the words. Oh, yeah. Nana Grizzle. Um, and then... What I what I haven't mentioned is the second guitarist. Yeah. Or bassist. It's it's not easy to distinguish. There are six pegs on it. Which on make, both of them. On both of them. So which leads me to believe that there's two guitars. But um, the 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 other guitarist is a dinosaur yeah. or some sort of lizard. <laughs> that is that is wearing pink boots. Wearing pink boots. Yeah. Pink I mean. socks. It's hard to tell. Uh, yeah. It's 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 interesting. I think. Yeah. I think it's a good aesthetic for this album. It definitely is. I think it, it some of the style translates to the music. Yeah. Uh, very simple. It's very simple, but uh, also interesting. Uh, this album is 29 minutes long. It's a very short album. That's Super in, short. It's including a hidden bonus track. Yeah. Which um, I, I want to ask you about if you had this idea. Um, there's 11 songs on this album, including that bonus track. Mm-hmm. I saw online someone, I feel like they were lying. They had to have been lying. I was looking at the lyrics for these songs, and on tracks eight through uh, eight through ten, mm-hmm. they mention that the track name is is off by one. It is. It actually. It is. actually is. So the eleventh track is not untitled. The eleventh track is not untitled, but the so t- the the the. The way it was, ex- it ki- it kind of is untitled, but it's also kind of not. the way the way that it was explained to me is that um, track ten, which is on the list on Wikipedia and also on my music device program software, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, um, service. Yeah, is the idea is that everything could possibly be said. Yeah, this person was saying that that was the track eleven. That like is that was the title of the eleventh track. It is, but. And, the, and then Broken That's, Cityscapes was moved up one, yeah. and then everything you've ever heard, hoped or worked for, because yes. they were saying that it was, the, the title was named after the previous song. Yes. Because but what they didn't fill in is what, I guess, the eighth track title is. And uh, we printed out, I have printed out in front of me the Wikipedia track listing, and they have it wrong, is what you're saying. Well, they don't have it wrong, but they kind of do. So, this goes back to whenever I first downloaded this album. Track number eight mm-hmm. was called Will We. Will We. And that's what it starts off with. The very first lyric is, Will We Ever Feel That Way Again? Okay. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was titled, which is what I thought for the longest time, and all of these were one down. Where did you... Was that uh, a non... Uh, it was a non-official... Non-kosher. It was a non-official source. A, a bootleg source? Yes. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So I wonder, like, why everyone has it wrong. I mean, I guess it makes sense because the, like the chorus lyrics are usually the yeah. name of the, t- the title falls. Surely someone has a CD, yeah, but and they can the, prove it. And the thing or is, the CD misprinted as well. And also, the eleventh track 
is called Untitled Bonus Track, yeah. and it's it's definitely a bonus track. Yeah. So I it's think not wrong, I guess. I think the common the tribal knowledge is that the track listing is wrong, but I guess the way they the band intended it wasn't is how this is. So the band wanted it to be an eleventh untitled. Thing, I'm I'm guessing they wanted they didn't want the titles to be shifted. I'm guessing, but every printing that I've seen that's not on like Spotify or something right. has been the other way. Huh. The the having tracks misnamed because it is weird. Track number eight that is right. will we also contains the lyric everything you ever hoped or yeah. worked for. So and, and the same applies for tracks nine and ten. Yeah. Uh, so, my notes are clarified with the track titles that are on my service, which yeah. are incorrect. Yeah. Or could be incorrect. The, or correct. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, it's very I, hard I to say. I saw that as a point of contention. I wanted to get that out of the way before we started. Yeah. And then we're like, well, actually. I mean, maybe maybe it would have been funner yeah. if you had brought up, actually, this song. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Sir. Actually, the song is called Will We. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to write yeah. those down here, just so when we get to it, I don't forget because if I found, if I didn't drop my old iPod in my own coffee on my way to work one day, I would be able to pull it out right now and yeah. be like, hey, yeah, this but is that But that was from an unofficial source. It is. It which, was. Which is what bothers me. But yeah. we're not, we're not going to argue about that the whole time. <laughs> uh, 29 minutes, 11 tracks. Uh, the first track is Circles Around the Moon. Circles Around the Moon. The first time I listened to this album, I was not in a good state to listen to this album. I hadn't slept well. I didn't sleep a lot last week in general. But uh, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was like starting up an MMO to play, and uh, I was like, yeah, we'll put on this album. Yeah. And just kind of zone out and listen to it. I started it, and I listened to the first eight seconds of, this, of the first track. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is something that I think I should... I, I should, like, save for another time. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to enjoy this a lot. And for reference, I'm going to play the eight seconds here. I played a bit more. Sorry, I was distracted. I was messing with my... my uh, Sound, my volume. But the first that was the first 18 seconds. I was about to say, that's longer than, than 8 seconds. Yeah, I was distracted. Um, the first 8 seconds have no vocals. Yeah. It's just kind of that intro guitar riff. Yeah. And it sounded like, you know, it's, it's kind of yeah. indie pop. It's kind of fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's jovial. Makes I was like, I'm going to give this proper time when I'm not in the mindset that I'm in right now yeah. uh, to kind of come in fresh and enjoy it. Uh, I was in for Rude Awakening <laughs> when I got back to it um, because, uh, as mentioned previously, I'm picky with, with vocals. I don't pay attention to lyrics often, but vocal melody yeah. is a very thing, uh, something I'm very picky about yeah. for some reason. So I come back to this song, <laughs> Circles Around the Moon, and you guys heard it. Um, the singer comes in, and it's not, it's not clean. It's not pitch perfect. It is not. It's very rough. For, for lack of, of better words. Um, it's not that this is the first time I've heard vocals like that. Uh, it almost sounded like Cage the Elephant. Yeah. At least on their older stuff. It wasn't... It, it's not quite on. Yeah. It's slightly out of tune kind of a thing. It's not really out of tune, but it, it something feels unprofessional yeah, about it's it. It's not polished. It's, it's not, not yeah. at all. It's a very raw uh, vocal thing. 
Musically, I like this track. Yeah. It's it's very like indie pop, pop rock kind Definitely. of thing going on. Uh, and it's upbeat. It's fun to dance to. Yeah. Um, but the vocals caught me off guard. And I, I've grown with this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to it the first five times and I still wasn't really feeling it. And then uh, by about the 10th time, I was just like, yeah, I can yeah. move to it. Definitely. I, I can put the album on and listen to it and yeah. have no qualms about it. Uh, and I, and it's part of that is just getting over the vocals, yeah. Right, saying this is how it's supposed to be. This is this. It was designed to be this way. Yeah. Maybe he wanted it to be better if he could sing better, or whatever. But for whatever it is, this is the album that they released. Yeah. And uh, I I have to get over that. I know I'm picky about vocals. I like a lot of melody, uh, and he sings. That's another issue that I think I have throughout this album is there's not a lot of vocal melody. There's some, yeah, but uh, not a lot. I mean, we just came off of that Poppy album where right? there's a lot. There's of, a lot of vocal melodies yeah. happening, but uh, that that immediately stuck out to me as a sore thumb. Uh, lyrically, to me, the I looked up the lyrics to this one again because I'm a, a dirty, dirty pansy that doesn't pay attention to lyrics. I looked them up, uh, and this is the start of, uh, and I, I guess I'll, I'll save some of this till the end. But the song seems like. He's he has moved mm-hmm. from from a city or to a city to a city from the country. Yes. So he had kind of like a rural start, and then he's like, "Hey, moving to the city." This was their first album. I don't know if it was his first album. It was not. It was not his first album. Um, but to to me, it, it very much felt like I'm out of here, going to going to city. I'm I'm making things happen. Yeah. Uh, that those were my thoughts on this track. And it, you're right. You're spot on. So I will go with the the vocals thing. Are you a fan of them? I am, but my background into this general type of music. So Theo Hilton, he's the vocalist, lead vocalist. Um, he was previously in a band called Defiance Ohio. Sure. They're a very do-it-yourself punk, like folky type band. Where yeah, it makes sense that, that he would transition to something like yeah, this. Yeah, most of the vocals are unpolished. They're more about getting out... A message. A message. Yeah. And they don't... I mean, they try to sing good, I guess. Yeah. As good as they can to communicate how they're feeling. Sure. But they're not too concerned with polished sounding... Pop. Yeah, pop. They don't, they, yeah. They, don't, they don't care for what the mainstream media wants. Yeah, they kind of just sing... Which in itself is a very punk thing. Yeah. It, yeah. That's why I almost like, because this is indie pop. There's really not anything punk about it, but whenever I classify it, yeah, I classify it. It has a as, punk feel. Yeah. Just as, because, I guess, the vocals are very, like, not clean. Yeah. Or but, not refined. So he did, and as his previous band was called Defiance Ohio, it's a town in Ohio, they're very, they had an album called Midwestern Minutes. They're very... We're Midwest. We're from like a rural town. Yeah, no one's heard what, yeah, where we came from. Yeah, and then yes, he this song, like something that I wrote is the way he talks about a city is it's a very separate place. It's a very yes different place, completely new. It's almost like in its own bubble, completely yeah. torn off from the rest of the world, and that kind of loneliness and separation that comes with it. Like, he talks about a thousand postcards later, we seem older, but that's normal. Because right. talking about, oh, your town's going on without you, you're going on without your town. Yeah. You're still writing back, but... You're aging. You're changing. And I think 
to, to me, I, I, I'm sure this was intended, this whole album kind of has that feel. Yeah. He writes a lot about uh, people being distanced. Yes. And how that affects them and how he feels about that in certain moments. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like it's a high note. He's like, yeah, like in this track, he seems kind of eager uh, yeah. to me to get out. Yeah. But then later in the album, it kind of feels like he, he has regrets about it or maybe wishes things had gone differently or kind of misses it. Yeah. Kind of wanting that kind of uh, how it used to be. It's, yeah, it's definitely a good lead in because he is, there's, there's hopefulness. There's thinking about, oh, well, the city's this big old place. I mean, one of the opening, the opening line is circles around the moon. Is like, why does city life feel so awful? It should be unlawful to live where you can't yeah. see the stars. Yeah. And it's like... It's very much... Uh, and I feel like uh, we live in a fairly rural area. Yeah. We live close to a city. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like there's some merit in that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants a lot of like light pollution. Yeah. And yeah, you want to look up and see the stars. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a human thing. Yeah. I think. Granted, it, it might not be a human thing for people that were born and raised in a city. Yeah. Because uh, they don't have the opportunity to do that. But, I mean, they are conservatories. And one thing, I feel like, and this is probably just me reading into it way too much, because I've listened to this album. I listen to this album multiple times every week. Yeah, so you have a very deep connection with that. Yeah. And that's what I was, was, I'm excited to talk about this, because I don't have intimate knowledge about it, and I don't have an intimate connection with it. Yeah. So my thoughts on on the album are going to be very face level. Yeah. And yours are going to be a lot deeper. Yeah. Because you have a relationship with it. Yes. So a theme in this album, like you said, is being separated from people. There's a long distance between you and somebody that you're a friend with and a relationship with, what, yeah. whatever. One of the things that makes me think it's, I guess, profound about this, not being able to see the stars is... You, you can, there's always that saying like, oh, well, if you look up at the stars, no, I'm looking at the same stars. And sure. it's like, if somebody you love is still back in the, the city or back in the, a small town yeah. and you're in the big city, you, you look you up, can't see you the can't stars. see the stars. You can't yeah. see, so you're completely distanced yeah, it's, from somebody else. That's, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. pick up on that, but that, that makes it's, sense. I don't, yeah. Like it's, I don't know if that's well, a I mean, thi- it, it I, doesn't matter. I guess that's true. It's if all I interpretation. Inter- yeah. If I interpreted it from the album, then I guess it's something. Yeah, but that is something, and it's something we're discussing now, yeah. which makes it valid. Yeah, which this kind of leads into... Tambourine and Time. Yeah, Tambourine and Time. Track two. Used to be my favorite song on this album. Used to be. Used to be. It is no longer. Uh-oh. No longer. Not that you I You broke up with it. Yeah, I definitely you broke moved, up with it. You moved away to a city and left it behind. I, one thing I do like about this song, it highlights the horns. And yeah. Because it's a slower song, so there's not really much going on. But in the back, you can hear these kind of nice little horns. Yeah, it, it almost, uh, I, I noted that it, it kind of feels like it's a slowish, like, 80s or a 70s ballad kind of a thing. Yeah. That you'd maybe hear in a movie, like at a prom scene. Yeah, definitely. Kind of thing. It has that feel to it, to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. I like it, too. It's, it's a good feel. It's just, like, because I think it's the best kind of love song because it's not necessarily about like romantic love yeah. it's a, just about like loving another person regardless of what that of, of means what, what that means like, and this brings up something I, I glimpsed I didn't do a lot of research 
but this the the singer is queer. Yes, he is homosexual. Well, I don't know. If yeah. he's homo, I I don't but know the exact specifics. He, he is but a member of the L- LGBTQ yes. plus uh, community. He's not a straight man. He's not straight. Yes, uh, and I don't think it's super relevant in this album. Not in this album. Yeah. Um, Maybe maybe it is. I, I mean, mean, I'm sure it, it is there's, to, to a certain yeah. degree. There's lyrics that you can tell are written from his perspective about another yeah. Yeah, male yeah. In, yes. on this album, but not necessarily anything. Yeah, too. It's not. It's not super obvious. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have figured it out if I hadn't seen that yeah. somewhere. And again, I, I wasn't researching it. I pulled up the lyrics. I used uh, Genius.com. Yeah. Because. It's just kind of a popular thing to do, mm-hmm. and they have the full album, so I can just open up all the, all the songs. Yeah, and I feel like I saw it somewhere on there that he that they, they labeled him as queer. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. Um, again, did I, I wrote this down, and I don't know what I was expecting initially. Most of these were written down uh, during my like second listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote again with the not so great vocals. <laughs> like I expected him to suddenly like sing differently for something. Uh, however, in this track specifically, it it drew me to Hobo Johnson's yeah. uh, kind of style of singing, which, and and that's kind of what made me step back and like give it another good shot, is because I I love Hobo Johnson yeah and he can't sing that great, he but, he has a very like it's it's a spoken word kind of like weird thing, yeah. but um, he can get a message out he can get a message out yeah. And I, I love it. His uh, 2019 album, The Fall of Hobo Johnson, was my favorite album from last year. Oh, shit. Like, of, of, over everything else that I listened to, that I listened to, yeah. um, that, that was my favorite album. Well, Just, awesome. it's there, There's a lot there. But uh, we'll talk about that later if we, if we go through that album. I am glad that connection made you rethink to listen yeah. to this album. Yeah, and, I mean, I was going to anyway. That's the yeah. point of this podcast, yeah, but, right? Yeah. It, it's for us to, to discover new music that we normally wouldn't listen to and so i was gonna give it as much of a shot as i could but i thought it was funny that i, I was taking <laughs> taking notes the second track of like man again with these vocals again with these fucking lyrics man. Again, or these songs the, these the, the, the lack melodies, of melodies yeah it's, it's just it was rough uh something i noted there, there's a line and lyrically it, it's it's like you said it's like there's a relationship between someone that's maybe not as explicitly romantic yeah. as it as a lot of love songs are, um, it felt to me kind of like he wanted there to be more, mm-hmm. but his his whoever he was talking about maybe didn't really want that uh, mm-hmm. connection, so they were just friends. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it happens all the time. People come friend zoning. Yeah. You know, whatever. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, but uh, there's a line there that stuck out to me because I'm a sucker for alliteration. And he says, uh, a song well sung is a song well sung, so sing. Yes. Which it's, is, it's fun to say. Yeah. It's fun to hear. And it made me happy. I have that written down because, okay, so the opening line of this, which kind of leads into your whole will they, won't they, maybe one yeah. person wants more, jump into that water, is it cold or is it hot? Yeah. Or is it nothing quite worth mentioning at all? Like, it plays into this and this is coming from my I've listened to every album that he's the Theo Hilton been a part been of yeah and it's like he always has this hint of optimism or like yeah. just do it because you I don't mean, know you don't yeah, know what's going to happen you don't know what's going to happen so just do it yeah which is like a good way to approach a friendship a relationship or yeah. whatever like if you don't put your feelings out there you don't whatever You'll never know You'll if they're ne- reciprocated. Exactly. 
And a song well songs is a song well or a song well sung is a song well song. So sing is like sing your song yeah. and because you're gonna you're the perfect candidate to sing your own song. You're probably like sing it as well as you can. Just like just sing. Yeah. Just do it. Get it out there. And Yeah, that song has been sung well if you sing it well. Yeah. Because you do. And it's your song. If nothing else, you must remember that you're still breathing is yeah like a like so you put it out there like you're still alive you're still breathing yeah whether you hate it or yeah. everyone else hates it yeah. or loves it you know whatever just you're still there exactly keep on moving yeah you gotta you gotta, you gotta deal with life that way <sighs> there's a lot of wisdom there yeah I think and and it's I think that was also initially uh, a bit of a turnoff I said much like the Dan Deacon album this is a very Joey album. And uh, not to be dismissive of it, but I think towards the end of my notes, I, I labeled this as like hipster music. It took, yeah. Which it could I don't know be. if it's totally fair, given that it has such a negative connotation. Maybe yeah. it's just a negative connotation to me. But it, it and I, I've changed my mind yeah. on it. I, I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily hipster music, um, because I think there is definitely there is definite wisdom. Whereas pr- initially, I was thinking maybe it was like feigned wisdom, yeah. where they just wanted to say something profound. Without like actually thinking about it, but that was just me being yeah. being who I was. Well, but. which to that point, he kind of does do that. Not necessarily so much on this album. It kind of comes through on this album. But there's a lot of songs where he's like, you can tell he's he's making a point and he's making it well, but right. he's doing it in this a very profound way. Yeah, like or very ooh, obtuse. Yeah. Like, like I'm using the big words or something, yeah. which I mean, so to get out complex emotions, it's hard. And yeah. and he touches on that in a, in a later song I think, yeah. on this album mm-hmm. that it's hard to like put words to feelings yeah. and, and stuff. And I think that comes up a couple times actually in the album. It does, which but yeah, it's true. It's it's hard. It's hard to express. I'm I'm horrible at songwriting. Oh yeah, uh, I can I can make music and, and beat and that's fine. But lyrically, I have, maybe this is because I don't listen to lyrics, but it's hard. Yeah, it's it really hard. It's hard to put, put your thoughts and feelings to word and not have it sound super cringy or whiny. Yeah. Granted, a lot of that's probably self-criticism that mm-hmm. maybe could go without being done. But Yeah. Well, I mean, if anything you write, you're going to criticize way harder than anybody else would. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, and Theo, Theo's gotten over that, yeah. clearly. And before we move on to the next song... Yeah. To go with my point of just being happy with another person regardless, which kind of plays into the whole, you said something about like friend zone, which yeah. is just... A it's, a, stu- it's a modern it's, stupid label. Yeah, it's a stupid thing. But, but it, it describes a situation. There's a line uh, talking about, at the end of this song, he's talking about his front porch is his paradise, sitting there every night. Mm-hmm. And you can sit here by my side, whatever that implies, will be just fine. Yes. Yeah. Just being like, okay, if, well. If you want this, great. Yeah. If you don't, you know, great. Yeah. If you don't, you're still We're a cold person. Yeah. Which I just, that's what I like in a love song. I don't like the yeah. whole. Like, oh, oh, we broke up, so yeah. like, now I hate you. Yeah. Or, or the inverse or of I like. I need you yeah. to have, feel these exact specific feelings about me. Yeah. And that, that actually ties into an album that maybe I'll add on, on yeah. the list. I, there's a song on an album specifically, so maybe we'll just talk about this offline and not do the whole album. That um, the, the whole hook of it is, is saying, uh, I don't need you, I just want you. Yeah. Um, like that. And and that that album that album kind of came to me at like a rough time in my life anyway. Yeah. But uh, so it it kind of stood out to me more. Hey, we're. Um, but I I guess. 
I'll give a little hint as to why this song is so personal. Oh. So, because this part kind of plays into it. Sure. Um, so Alyssa is the one who introduced me to this album. Yeah. Me and her met in 2012. Jeez. It is, I know, it's nuts. <laughs> and we were friends for a while and then eventually started dating. Yep. For, it was probably about six months. And then kind of just, I was 18. Yeah. And I, I was a, sure. I hadn't even started working at where we met. I don't right. know if you, like... I mean, yeah, we worked at a pizza place. We worked at a pizza place. I hadn't even started working there yet, so I hadn't even met you yet. Right. And, well, uh, we, we had met in high school. Yeah, met, but... In quotes. Yeah, but we, not... We, we weren't friends. Yeah. And it's, like, I didn't know who the fuck I was. Like, mm-hmm. I was just a person. Who, barely a person. Sure. And she was... I think she was either 19 or 20 at the time. So we kind of, like, realized... Like, this isn't going to work. Right. We got to... You still have a lot of growing to do. Yeah. She moved to that city. And she moved away. And we were kind of just like... I mean, After introducing you to this band. Yeah. Or to Theo. It was around least. that time that she... So kinda, she, she's like, hey, here's this album about someone leaving. Yeah. By the way, I'm yeah. <laughs> A little bit. But, it, I mean, there was more to it. It was... but Obviously, because you guys are together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... But this part kind of made me realize, like, okay, she's still cool. Like, like what it was, yeah. It kind of helped me get through that. Sure, I guess. Which it relates even more to this whole situation because yeah. she moved. She she moved to a city. I stayed in right. the quote rural. unquote rural town. Yeah, where whatever, and yeah. we we're both. I mean, for for context, we're like a thirty minute drive. From said city. Yeah. Which so is, isn't super long. It's not, yeah. Like, it's easier It's easier for us to, like, make it seem like it's so far away because it kind of is. Yeah. It's a, it's, they, a, it's a different state, technically. That's true. So, that is true. We cross the state border to get there. But it's, like, half an hour away. Yeah, it's not. Which isn't super, super far. Like, these people that live, yeah. you know, in Kansas, hours from yeah. the city. And I hate going there because... The city. I don't care too much for cities. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel you. So, feel it, the same way. it was a really long way away for me because I was like I'm never going there yeah and it, it, it seems so far so much farther yeah. if someone you care about is moving that far yeah right because now you can't just hang out all the time yeah and it, it's kind of stinging in that maybe she doesn't even want to hang out all the time exactly so yeah like it's just it's a, it's a compound it thing. was yeah that kind of just gets worse yeah <laughs> <laughs> the more you listen to this album but then it also gets better the more you listen to this album yeah 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 um, continuing on this album, yeah. track three, Less Than the Air. It's a uh, cover song. It is. By Dave. By Dave Dondero. Yep. I, I, I did boop 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 <laughs> Yep, research. research. <laughs> um, this one is also, it's it's not as slow yeah. as the previous track, but it still kind of has that older feel to it. That, yeah. That I've, I think it's just the aesthetic of this album. Yeah. Uh, it's very simple musically, and I kind of came to that conclusion later. That it's all, there's not a lot of crazy stuff happening on the guitar, which makes me feel like it's older music than it really is. Yeah. Um, but it, it works. It's it's a good vessel for the lyrics. Um, it ha- it does, this track in, in particular has a very strange breakdown in it where he, he seems, it's, it seems, so lyrically the first bit of the song 
is kind of like depressing. Yeah. In a way, it se- it seems to me what I got out of it was that he was being told just get over it. Yeah. Like and the emotional he, said, pain that comes with that and right. And then there's this weird, strange breakdown where it kind of like the song kind of stops in a way and yeah. it's quiet and it seems to me like he had a perspective change yep. at that point where he's like uh, a, a bit happier about it. Yeah. He's, he's just like going on with his life. He's moving on. Oh, sham, sham, a lingo. Oh, yeah. Dip, dip. <laughs> he, he scats a little. Oh, or and he, lemon lime yeah, and tangelo. He, tangelo, lemon lime. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what the hell's going on in this song? And then yeah. he kind of gets back into it and, yeah. and it, it feels a bit happier. Yeah. Which that's like, I don't have too much written down about this song. Because it's a cover song, he didn't... Right. Like, but I do really appreciate... The inclusion. The, the inclusion, and the way that they were able to take a cover song, a song written by somebody else, and make it such a seamless part of yeah, this album. it fits. It fits the whole narrative of the album. And somebody else wrote it completely unrelated to them. Right, and I, I didn't look into... The guy that that wrote the original song, I don't know what his style of music is. I didn't listen to the original. It's a more folky okay. kind of finger picked acoustic oh. guitar type thing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's definitely a slower version. So I mean, they changed like I didn't know it was a cover song until eventually I ended up finding out about it. Yeah. I think I was it just happens like, a lot. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But. It is what it is. Cake, yeah. cake is an example yeah. that, that is personal to me. I love Cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, they're so groovy. They, they are. They do a lot of covers, though. And a lot of songs that you might not like realize initially are covers. Like They do some Frank Sinatra. They do some Willie Nelson. But, like, yeah. Even then, there's other other songs that they've done that are covers. Uh, so it's it's sad that the original artist doesn't get the credit for it. Yeah. But... I mean, I guess it's just yeah. it's just how people are, right? Yeah. And, and then, it's not the artist's fault. I'm not trying yeah. to blame Cake for saying that they don't explicitly yeah. call it out. But, like, the the normal listener isn't going to be able... They're not going to look into it. Yeah. They're going to hear the song be like, by the like artist it. and say, oh, that's cool, I like that song. Yeah. It's now associated with that artist. And then forever. when they tell their friends, they're going to be like, oh, I like I Will Survive by Cake. Right. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, you mean that Gloria Gaynor song? What? From, like, the 70s? Get out of here. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting inclusion, and I think it fits. Yeah, for sure. Now we get to my favorite track of the album. <gasps> is this your favorite it, track? It's as not well? my favorite song or track, but I love uh, this song. Th- this the song is "Motion in the Ocean." Um, I really like this song. It, it's by this point in the album, even initially, uh, it, I kind of got into the zone of what this album was, mm-hmm. and maybe that helped a bit. But it's a very chill, like groovy track. Um, and it's interesting to me because the syllables he uses don't really flow well, I think, with the song, but somehow it, it kind of works. Yeah. It, it like he he it sounds like he's butchering yeah. singing his line, but it all kind of comes together. Um, it's the motion of the ocean. The motion of the ocean. It's choppy. And, and there's a bit of like uh, metaphor mm-hmm. in, in this, and I, I kind of dissected it a little bit from my personal perspective. Um, he he makes a claim that uh, he's been like he's a clam like clams are just harvested yeah uh, for your pearls by like mm-hmm. a fisherman that maybe doesn't even know what he's what, what he's got going on yeah um, so I, I I wrote down to me the song is about putting your perspective into something small being a clam only to be harvested for the pearl 
uh, and the ocean is oftentimes not specifically on this album. Yeah, the ocean's often compared to like the space, huge, yeah, vastness. It's, yeah, it, it's 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 a void, or it's it's just something so big. So to me, it, it felt more like he, he was like feeling super minuscule and unimportant. Yes, and and maybe even used by a fisherman that that could be you know the industry that could be whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't put that much thought into I like the, the fisherman. Is, I like that she said it's that. kind of what what I got out of that. Um, I I didn't necessarily necessarily. Oh wait, I did because you did what I wrote down that uh, the thing you said about being a small part of the world, like yeah. the whole world is moving, yeah, and you're just a small part of it, like that. I get that a lot from this song too, and other songs on this album, but. I don't know, like, where he's talking about pearls grow from the pain inside. Yeah. We also know so well. And that's just, it's a good, I kind of break this album down into three. Arcs. Three, yeah, like an arc. And it's like, Acts, the first maybe. four songs are like, the first act of like, okay, it's, there's pain, like emotional distress, you're moving in the first song, dealing with potentially somebody not loving you, not loving you the way that they are. Like, you're just far away from that person yeah. or wanting to reconnect or whatever. You don't have a yeah. lot of connections yeah. to anyone. And, but, yeah, and I feel like he, like, in this song especially, he's hitting a point where he's, oh, yeah, he's feeling like he's a small part of this world and kind of almost coming to accept it Yeah, and make it... Not such a bad thing. So it's interesting that you say that, because in the same song, uh, I have a couple sections. I took more notes on the song than any other song, I think, because I like it so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a line that he says, My song's about contentment so far always end in verbs, Mm -hmm. like drive or run or go to sleep. The damage has been done. And to me, that seems like he's acknowledging, uh, maybe I looked a bit too far into this, but it seems to me that he was acknowledging how subconsciously he knows he's not happy by ending things in verbs by saying, like, yeah, I'm fine. But yeah. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something. And mm-hmm. it seems like he's he's not actually happy despite maybe thinking he's content mm-hmm. or, or writing about his contentness. And it kind of gets uh, covered it again in the next uh, section of the song where he mentions uh, covering up um, his true thoughts by using sarcastic puns yeah. or, or just kind of shoving it off and like making light of it. And I think that's very relatable. It, yeah. It's very easy to... Say that you're okay it's, and say that you're fine and content and happy mm-hmm. with where you are, but also have this kind of nagging, like, inner feeling that you should be elsewhere. Yeah. That you maybe don't fit in. Um, or even to make fun of negative emotions that you yeah, have. Yeah, play them off. It's like yeah. like the whole whatever the the meme, whatever about, like, making jokes about, like, yeah, I'm, you're going to... I wish I was dead. What it like? Yeah. Not necessarily to that extreme, right? But it happens. It's, yeah, people, people people joke about killing themselves, uh, and they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, people joke about negative emotions all the time as a way to play it off, and it's like that's kind of just you're just masking it. You right. need to deal with it. Yeah. Rather than absolutely, but yeah, that's totally yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about the middle section of the song was kind of him like accepting that like he knows that he's not necessarily happy mm-hmm. or wasn't at the time and uh, kind of kind of accepting, like, he's not. Yeah. 
kind of a thing, even though he says he is. Um, the last section of the song, I'm, I'm not really sure how it all ties into it, but he talks about an angel uh, taking off their wings and, like, uh, dreaming of hell yeah. or something, which makes me think um, if he wouldn't have used angel, I wouldn't have pu- pulled a religious sense into it, but it seems very similar to on the Poppy album, uh, the track Blood Money, where mm-hmm. it seems like someone who thinks they're doing good or someone who acts good in the public, so they're an angel by day, while they're out in in the world, they act good and wholesome. Yeah. But maybe when they're alone, they're not really sure what they think. Yeah. And I, the song ends on like, um, I I don't remember the lyrics specifically. I probably should have written them down, but um, something about not being sure, or or, or being undecided or indecisive about, uh, what they actually think mm-hmm. of their dreams of hell, or what that means to them. Yeah, and I think that goes. More into, that's a good observation. It goes along with other songs on other albums by him. I mean, he grew up in the Midwest, and he's a gay, queer, bisexual, I don't right. 100% know. but he's, like He's a non-straight male. Yeah, he is a non-straight male, which is not a great thing to be <laughs> yeah. if you're not in certain places and... He has other songs talking about... Especially back then. This album was, what, 2008? This album was 2008, so. and he... I think he was in his early 20s at that time, so... Yeah, and, not a great situation. Yeah, and he... According to other songs, he it's not like he didn't know for a while. Right. Like, he knew and had to... He accepted it yeah. early. Man, there's a song on their third album that it's like... Not that I've ever had in any negative anything against anybody who wasn't straight but it's like he wrote a song on his third album that like made me feel like I could feel yeah how somebody in that situation would feel and it was just like a rev- opening. Yeah, it was like a revolutionary thing for me yeah. and I was just like I mean so like I knew it sucked you, but you Jesus never having specific like negative feelings towards gay people or whatever but at yeah. the same time like when we're young yeah I mean, it happens. Yeah. Like, a, there's a lot of peer pressure involved. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, B, yeah. like, there were things like we would we would use gay as an insult. Yeah. Like, I would, it was just casual. We yeah. weren't meaning it necessarily to be like, haha, it's, it's funny because you're gay. Yeah. But the word gay was just yeah. uh, a slur. Yeah, it was the, wor- it, it was it was the worst insult. thing you could be called as a wanting to at least be straight yeah. man in high school right. or whatever. And, and the fact that. And we get this now having wisdom and, and yeah. insight that that is it is hurtful yeah. to people to call someone else gay as an insult. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's we're, we're growing. Yeah. And as just, a society we're yeah. growing. So Man, like, this is completely off topic, but fine. it just made me realize uh, I was outside of the other pizza place yeah. where Alyssa worked. Yeah. And I was like talking to her or something. I I've always worn I'm not necessarily usually most of the time I'm just wearing black, but then there's right. times where I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll put on a pink tank top as I did that day. Yeah. I was standing out in the parking lot talking to Alyssa. I think I remember. I, I think it, I can I, visualize that pink tank top. I, it, yeah. I ripped it in half one day because I was mad or something, <laughs> like, I but I don't have it anymore. But uh, so I was standing out there talking to her and these like dudes, like I can't say the stereotypical they're, they're, I guess, quote-unquote, like, redneck dudes with their lifted truck that shoots black sure, smoke, whatever. Sure. 
we're driving by and this is a word I get I'm not gonna say repeat what they called me but out of their car as they're driving through the parking lot yell a word yeah that starts with the letter F right at me and I was just like like I was unaffected by it because at yeah, this that's, point that's how Joey was at this point I didn't if I was like maybe sixteen or fifteen or whatever, maybe I would have cared that yeah. some random. But like I didn't care. But then it like it was just a moment for me where I was like, like wait a minute, some people have to fucking deal with this. Yeah, all and it's like I'm secure in myself to like not care. But like, what if you're like a fourteen year old yeah. just trying to figure that destroys out, you? Yeah, you're like just trying to figure out your life, and then some. Dudes and, and just drive by and they're like, oh. I will confess, I have been that guy. Really? I have. <laughs> oh, and, shit. And it was, well, there were, ex- I'm not going to like make it make it pretty and say, well, in my defense, there, yeah. there's no defense for it. Yeah. I was a shitty person. Uh, I think I think we've all been shitty people. I've never been uh, a shitty person in my life. Joey's been perfect <laughs> since day one. I've been a shitty person, uh, specifically in like high school and, and middle school. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say I was dealing with my mom dying, whatever, that's bullshit. I wasn't. Um, but I, I was definitely that person. There's one person in, in specific that I know I was very cruel to. Yeah. And I feel bad about it now. Yeah. Uh, especially because there are other people that will look back on that time as fun. Yeah. That, that I still talk to. They won't have gotten. They, they haven't figured it out. Yeah. They haven't. Yeah. And, and, and we're way off topic now. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just like social justice podcast. <laughs> we're going to bring it back in. For this album, don't hate on people because of who they love. Yeah, it's, it's or just who up. they are, or, who they or whatever, are, whatever. How they dress, what they look like. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're going through. Uh, but you, you gotta love people. You gotta you gotta take care of them because at the at the end of the day, they're people. You know, they have they have feelings. Uh, the next track on this album is Voices Echo Down The Halls. The. This starts, there are two tracks on this album, uh, notably, that have the, and and for emphasis, it's T-H-E-E. Yeah. They've added an extra E to the song title. Very regal. Um, it's weird to me, because I think they, they mention the lyrics in the songs, and they don't say the, yeah. they say the. The. So I'm not sure if you have context as to why they use the. Honestly, I'm not sure. Interesting. Like... I've always I've always wondered, but I don't know for a fact. Yeah, voices echo down the halls. It's it, it, it's to me upbeat. what I picked up. I didn't get a lot musically. This uh this point in the album, I kind of checked out the first time I, I mm-hmm. listened when I wrote these, and I should have come back to it and wrote more notes. But uh, I I said this track doesn't really stand out to me outside of the brass. Yeah, there, there's, there's, a, there's a strong brass section in it. Yeah, it's a very um, nice intro with the trumpets. Yeah. Like, it, and, the, I had mentioned, so, I think I mentioned something about this on last week's podcast, about them being sort of a super group or yeah. whatever, which, they're not a super group, and like, the Eagles are the super group. Right. But, they're just formed, like, Theo was in Defiance, Ohio, their trumpet player on this album, they... Was Which is Laura, Laura, Laura Carter. Laura Carter. She was in Neutral Milk Hotel, which... It's a band I haven't listened to. Yeah, they're, they're a big band. A I, really, I've heard of them. They're a big indie band. Like They wrote like the seminal indie record that came out in the 90s. Interesting. But, yeah. So that's, we'll have to listen to them. We definitely will. And 
But yeah, so they got a good trumpet player. This song, I like it because it starts off, voices echo down the halls, we're leaning against walls. Yeah. How long do you suppose till this one falls? It makes me think he's using like a house party kind of as... Yeah, I was thinking college dorm, but yeah. Yeah, kind of like as an allegory for like a long-term or long-distance relationship. Yeah. Or just, I guess, maybe any friendship relationship yeah, in I general. Yeah, I actually didn't get a, a romantic sense from the song. Yeah. I, I, I did note that it, it seems like it's just a goodbye song yeah. to a friend that is moving away. Which is something that, that's interesting because so much of this album is about moving. Um, whether it's him moving to a city or someone else moving to another city. Yeah. It, it comes up a lot and it makes me kind of, not necessarily confused, but it makes me wonder... Um, a lot of times when he's using the royal you, yeah. if he's referring to himself by saying you, or if he's actually referring to a specific person in his past. And it's kind of hard to tell that in, in some yeah. situations. That, that's something I've wondered too, because there's so many songs where he's, in the not necessarily on this album, but like on other albums, where he's talking almost through other people. Right. But then he has very personal songs, so it's I I never know. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's something I noticed that like there there are a couple songs at least towards the end that I wasn't sure if he was being self-reflective and using you as a way to kind of dissociate himself. Yeah. Or if he was just talking about himself in general or if he was talking about another specific person, which it's it's open to interpretation. Uh, I think. Yeah. And one thing not <laughs> I feel like I just cut you off. No, no, I I was um, I was rambling. So there's two lyrics that stand out to me in this song that makes me think it's about, I guess, long distance friendship would be more in Theo's style because he right. has a ton of songs about friendship. Yeah. And just like, I say relationship, but I don't necessarily mean romantic relationship. Sure. But we could just stand right here and smile. That'll only entertain us for a short while. Right. Talking about like... What's, okay. next, what's the next step? Yeah, you can be surface-level acquaintances for a little while, but it's, like, that's only going to get you so far. That's only, right. that. What are you doing? It seems like just, he has another goal in yeah. mind. Another and then, move, maybe. why is everything like that co- so concrete when that's the same stuff under your feet that connects where you're standing to the place you'd rather be? Yeah. Which, that's what really makes me think it's long distance, talking about there's somebody, or... I guess it could even be people who are talking to you in person, but they're not present. Right. They're thinking about being, being somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's, like, I don't, I guess there's no concrete answers <laughs> for, for what this is about, but I don't know. It's... It, it seems like a farewell. Yeah. Kind of a kind of a deal. And this album was so hard to write notes on because I have listened to it for so long and never had to think about Yeah. Like I just feel things when I listen to this yeah. album. And it's that's that's how I feel about some of the albums I've added to our list as well. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of not looking forward yeah. to dissecting it. This was like. very hard because like most of my notes are like complete stream of consciousness. Yeah. Just like Yeah, because I mean you were feeling things. You have a very intimate uh, story that ties into this music yeah. and those feelings can't necessarily be put into words. You yeah. just, you, you related to them at, at a time and you still relate them to that time. Yeah. And it's not easy to, to 
put that into words. Yeah, it is not easy. I don't understand how Theo does this, because it seems like he's taking a lot of hard, complex emotions and somehow putting them into a song. Yeah, and it works. I mean, I think some of it's kind of uh, a bit metaphorical and, and like, abstract, um, but a lot of... A lot of it, it it makes sense. And it's relatable to, I think, a lot of people who's... Pretty much anyone who's had a friend that is no longer a friend. Yeah. Like, that's it's just that simple. But he puts it in words that are are, are so meaningful. And it, it doesn't come off as that simple. He captures the complexity of, of everything that that means. Yeah. To him, specifically. But that's it's, it's something that everyone, I think, can relate yeah. to. Which something... Not to drag just this song on, because I got... No, I, we, I, I, I pulled Motion in the Ocean on for as long as possible. We haven't even hit my fa- my actual favorite song on this but album. we're halfway through the album yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, there we go. This is the halfway point. But, like, he does a good job of, like, he paints a picture of, like, a specific moment. Yeah. But then relates it to an actual, like, idea of an emotion. Sure. Which I like it because it can kind of put you in that moment and be like... Especially with him being, like, talking about being from a more rural area. It's like, he talks about sitting out on a porch, like, I... We have porches. I have, that's all I used to do when I was younger, like, sit on a porch and just think. See the world. Yeah, and it's like, I can picture being in that thing, like, that exact situation. However, you have not moved to a city. I have not moved to a city. I've never done... I did for a little, like, a few weeks maybe oh wow for in a college dorm oh, and then sure, immediately sure. came back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think i remember that. yeah i was i was gone for or maybe two weeks it, maybe but yeah interesting next track stop and smell the roses. the roses uh i wrote again this one doesn't really stand out to me yeah uh i it's it's and this is where i kind of it clicked that there's a lot there's very simple arrangements yeah. There's not a lot of progression to a lot of the songs musically. Yeah. Um, and I, I noted the that I put this note the second time I listened to it. I said, probably we'll have a different perspective once I listen through the lyrics or with mm-hmm. lyrics. Um, and to that extent, it, it it's still not one of my favorite songs on the album. It's still kind of in that middle, like, okay, whatever album yeah. uh, feel of part of the album to me. But uh, it seems like someone he knew left whatever town he was in to, to make it big or, yeah. or to start over new. And it feels, and this is one of those things where I'm not sure he's talking about himself or he's talking about someone else, but it feels like he's kind of mocking them for like yeah. leaving and, and saying, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over here and it's going to be great. And I'm yeah. going to have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of like towards the end of the song, he, it seems like he's just saying like, chill out. Yeah. Stop and smell the roses. Stop and smell the roses. Like you, you got what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You you moved away. You you ran away from the situation. Enjoy your life. Yeah, and there is an opening line in this. It kind of I don't know. I guess. Sorry, I'm kind of I'm trying to figure out how You're to say to this. Trying to collect your thoughts. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like a a douche. Just say it. I've li- I've lived. It's a personal um, thing. A pretty much, I wouldn't say entitled, but like I've lived a fortunate life. Yeah, we, I, we are uh, we are upper middle class. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, all our lives. I'm just. I have never had 
at least growing up, I never had a moment where I was like, I knew my parents were worried about like, oh, what, like, how are we going to get food or how are we going to, whatever. I I, I think I had a little bit of that at certain points, but I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. You Uh, were able to not. We're we're very privileged. Yeah. For sure. And there's an opening line in this, not to say that we're not fortunate to be born to a world that encourages us to grow, but sometimes perpetual motion moves so slow. It kind of makes me think that he maybe had a life that generally, in the grand scheme of things, you could consider like, oh, that wasn't so bad, but then maybe feeling guilty about complaining about things because of that. Yeah. And that's a feeling that I've had. It's white guilt, you yeah, know? It, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much it's like... It's like, I've uh, lived this life that other people would would kill to have. Yeah. And I'm sitting here complaining about like, oh... Yeah. But I've, it's not invalid. I yeah. Mean, exactly. Ev- everyone has grievances, first world problems, you yeah. know, whatever. Granted, I'm not saying you should whine about your phone not working the yeah. way you want it to. Yeah. But uh, we're all human. Yeah. We all have very real emotions and feelings. Uh, I think your dog also has very real emotions. Oh my god, she is. Uh, we're shuffling Joey's dog around, uh, trying to trying to please her, but it seems like there's no pleasing her. Um, so so bear with us while if this seems kind of scattered. Um, but but yeah, I mean everyone has issues. Everyone, uh, even even people, I'm not gonna say especially people, but there's a different kind of common issue in more privileged society. And that's uh, parents not necessarily being great, yeah. not necessarily giving their, their children the attention that they, they want or need uh, because they're busy doing other things. Right? Yeah. They're busy providing for the family, uh, which obviously happens even in, in more perverse areas uh, of poverty. Poverse. I don't know Poverse. if it's not like I said perverse. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. In more poverty-stricken areas. Um Obviously, like, those parents have to work twice as hard as our parents do. But there's still this weird, like, I don't I feel like there's a lot, and maybe it's just in this area, there's a lot of not great relationships between parents and children. Yeah. Whereas these kids get older, they're they're not necessarily rebelling against their parents. I mean, every kid does that to some degree. But there's uh, a a clear disconnect where, like, I hate my dad or I hate my mom. Not the case for me. Yeah. I, I don't believe it's the case for you. No. Um, but I feel like it's a, a fairly common thing in, like, where, where around where we live. Yeah. Which, with them being from the mid Midwest, rural, whatever, yeah. like, that seems to be a common thing. And, and you're just bored. You don't have a lot of it's true. stuff to do. It's like, true. What do you, we don't have anything yeah, exciting what, what where do you, we live. Like you we can, have to drive half an hour to the city to yeah. do something. Or driving is your activity. That's what yeah, I like. You absolutely. just drive Man, around. Is that therapeutic? Yeah. Like that's something like I, people who live in cities that don't have driver's license. I understand it. I don't. But well, I mean, like I, I mean, understand it logistically. Yeah, I guess that's true. I can but, see it. But man, driving around, especially when you're a teenager at yeah. night. Yeah. And just with no destination, you just drive around, put on some some music, some good music. And just fucking cruise. Yeah. And I said fucking. I, I said like shit and douche and. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I, we're not. We're not PG. I self censored the other f word. It's true. Because which I think is valid. I think it's valid because not to. I mean, get, everyone knows what it what yeah, it is, but not to get back on this horse. It's, it's but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm just. You can't say it's. It's mean. a mean word. A fuck isn't a mean word. That's true. Like that's true. 
we're we're if anything on this podcast we're we're trying to be as inclusive as possible because that's how we discover things. It's how yeah. we grow as people and as as music listeners. Oh yeah, I think that and that like in this album, I went into it and I didn't like it. Yeah, I I very picky about my vocals, and there's not a lot of great vocals in this album. And instead of just saying, "Oh, I don't like that," I'm yeah. done. I I forced myself to to <laughs> listen to it, and it grew on me yeah. because it's it's not about sounding clean and crisp and and on t- on tune or having a lot of vocal talent. Yeah. Uh, it's more about what is said than how it is said. Yeah. And then the scenario. And I think that's valid. Uh, I think there are cases where how it is said is more important to the music. Um, maybe not more important, but as mm-hmm. important. And and just like I, I think it's it's who a person is that is more important yeah. than how they look. Or what they think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just being a human gives you a certain amount of respect that is, is demanded. Yeah. I think. You're another person who can think just as well as I can. Yeah. Why should I not? Why should I in- invalidate whatever it, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, tiny yeah. Rainbows. T- tiny Rainbows. This is probably my second favorite song on the album. This is my favorite I song on the album. <laughs> I figured it was. I don't know. I really like the way this album ends. I like the rest of this album. It is, yeah. Tracks five and six, not so great, in my See, opinion. Yeah. But the rest of this album finishes strong. If there were two, if I had to pick the two weakest tracks, I would pick the these. The these. Yeah. These Which, tracks. they're still good songs in their own right. Yeah. It's just compared to the rest of this album. Yeah. Yeah. The, and and that's something I noted, this song has a better progression oh, throughout yeah. it. And it it's like a bell curve, almost, yeah. where it starts out kind of chill. Yeah. And then towards the middle, it, it gets louder, and, oh, yeah. and he even screams. Yeah. Like, he's screaming words at the middle, and then it kind of calms down again. Yeah. It, it, it's very much like a bell curve. I, um, was, I was just playing, whenever you said screams, I yeah, was just playing it in my head, yeah. and I got goose. This song gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. It's a very good song. I've listened to it hundreds of times, and it still does it. But it's like, and it's just such, this is the, this song is probably the strongest personal connection I have with this album because like it's talking about the beginning it's talking about a relationship with somebody yeah talking about an an iceberg that the person you love doesn't reciprocate it or you just feel like you both realize we can't do this yeah and it's, a, it's about love lost yeah and you have to separate. You, like, it's realizing that, no, I have to be me for a while, which was the exact situation that yeah. me and Alyssa had. It's like, we need to, to just... To figure yourself out. Yeah, we need to be separate people for a while. Yeah. And talking about he's dreaming, like, dreaming all this about he's a ship hitting an iceberg. Yep. And it's sinking. And as we crashed, I could read the relief on your lips, which is just a line that's like... It hits. Yeah, because you realize, it like, hard. it's such a shitty situation. Yeah. But you can see the other person slightly be like, Thank okay, God. Thank it, God it's it, over. It had to happen. Like, yeah, thank God it's over. And it's it's so hard to, like... Because it's it's self-criticism, yeah. almost. If, if you're seeing that, you're like, wow. Yeah. This person really doesn't like me, mm-hmm. and that hurts. Yeah. But... Especially when you don't necessarily know why. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that was the case for you or Theo, but, like, that's... that's, all, that's I mean, that's a general relationship yeah. thing, right? Yeah. If someone breaks up with you, 
breakups aren't easy for anyone, I don't yeah. think. Uh, both sides are usually harmed. Yeah. Uh, in quotes. But uh, it, it's being able to see the other person have that, that relief. Yeah. Stings so much more than the actual breakup, I think. Yeah, definitely. And then seeing them just like... Because you know you need to be separate people. Yeah. But then seeing that happen is also like... It's, it's a different thing. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Because you're just like, okay, well, you are just like now living... Now it's real. Yeah, you're just living a life. And it's like, I'm living a life too, and that's fine, but I don't have to think about me doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so it goes from that to what I think is such a great message and something that kind of helped me get through... That yeah, so I actually noted this, and I don't I don't know if it's the same line. I actually quoted it uh, in my notes. The more that we share, I guess the more that we grow. Yes, that stands out to me. It is a great. It's a line. good lyric. It's a good line uh, because it's fucking true. Yeah, right. You have to share things mm-hmm. uh, to grow. Yeah, like you can't be so secluded and inwardly focused on yourself, and and still expect to have good things. You need. Uh, to some degree, some socialization, but more so a connection yeah. or or uh, at least someone to talk to. Yeah. If, if that's the limit of your sharing is just, just saying something. Yeah. But you need it. You definitely need it. Otherwise, you're never going to change. Yes. And I just, that whole part from, and light blended better than our bodies ever could, and until the more that we share gets the more that we grow and we all became tiny rainbows... Is just, that's the part, it's just, a, it's about realizing that, like you said, you need to share to grow with other people. And we can all learn things from other people. Yeah. The part that gets me is, we're made of flesh and or wood. Yeah, we weren't the same color, but we knew that we could be. Yeah. We were ourselves, but blended at the edges like we should be. Yeah. Like... Realizing that you can still be yourself and, and gather have someone else. Yeah, you can have someone else. You can gather experiences from other people. Yeah, and and now separated, our colors still shine on my sleeves. Like talking about okay, and even when we're separate, you still made an impact on me. That yeah. you can a visible impact on me. You are now part of my personality. Absolutely. Like I am a new person because of this experience or this person, and it's just. Realizing that, like, hey, we can all do this together, and we're all just... The only only good things can come from everybody yeah. being together, I guess. Yeah, I mean... It's, it, it's... It's so fucking true. Fuck, man. It's very real. That's Theo's optimism coming. Even it, in the song, where he's clearly, like, heartbroken. Yeah. He, like, he, he's putting a dash of optimism in there. Yeah. He's saying, you know what... This was a good experience. Yeah. This is good for me, it's good for society, it's good for everyone. And, like, the that's the re Like, this song, I don't want to over-inflate it. Like... It's a good song. It is a great song. It's I, your favorite track. It's my second favorite track on this album. Like, I am... It... I listened to it on the way over here. Yeah. It was like a turning point in my life almost. Not necessarily like the first time I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. a lifestyle I'm going to adopt. Yeah, but it had an impact. Yeah. And over time, that's how I think about things now. It's like, like, just, okay, I'm going to 
talk to this person. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. And I'm not going to be upset when it ends or if it ends or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's time back to the beginning of the album. You know, you got you got to jump in. Yeah. You have to try things. Yeah. Regardless of how they're going to end, you you need to do it. You have you maybe you don't have to. You yeah. should. You should do it. 100% of the time, you should take that that chance. You should see. Yeah. And it's it's good to share and it's it's good to like you never know what someone else is thinking. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Even even if they tell you. Yeah. Which I I that's that's a, a real big issue, I think. Yeah. But most people will, will be honest with you if you if you seek that honesty from them, mm-hmm. and and it helps to share how you feel first because then, yeah. then then it's it's more even footing. Yeah. Right. They're more likely to, to reciprocate that sharing. Uh, whether the feeling is reciprocated, yeah. Uh, who can say? Yeah. But if you don't if you don't speak up, you'll never know. Yeah. And that's the worst thing because then then you'll have all these ideas in your mind of what they think. And, yeah. And you'll eat yourself alive. And that's what makes people hate each other. <laughs> that's like. what makes people hate each other. Yeah. Uh man. It's a it's a good song. Yeah. Good meaning. Oh yeah. I like it. And I think that song specifically, along with Motion in the Ocean, kinda helped turn this album around for me. It's kinda like, well, there are two gems amongst all of this at yeah. the very least. I need to like put in some time and service the other ones fairly and say, like, this is what they are. Granted, I, I know I like tracks five and six better than I, I led you to believe. Yeah. Uh, they just don't stand out, and I didn't have time to go back to my notes yeah. on those songs. No, I totally uh, feel that, because they're kind of... They're not filler songs by any means. Right. But, like you said, like standing up to the rest of this album, I think... Yeah, it's a weird middle point in the album, yeah. where like you, you talk about the structure of an album... And you have to have strong opening songs yeah. to, to get people interested. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a strong finish so people, when they've listened to it, remember the good the good parts. The yeah. middle part of an album is usually where it kind of falls apart yeah. in a lot of cases. Um, not saying that this album necessarily fell apart, but the middle of the album didn't feel as strong as as the rest of the album. Yeah. I, for, for what that's worth. Uh, on to the next track. The eighth track, Everything You Ever Hoped or Worked For, <laughs> is what I've written. The original title yeah. is Will, Will we? we. Or the unofficial title, I uh, guess. Unofficial slash... Yeah, that's what was throwing me off, is that yeah. like the person that suggested they changed didn't propose what the original title was for yeah. the eighth track. So I was like, okay, that's just kind of a cap then. Yeah. But, well, yeah, because it was something that confused me. Because I noticed this song was "Will We," and I was like, "Okay, those are the first two words of the song." Sure. Obviously, that's the title, and then it had track nine, which is "Broken Cityscapes," as everything you ever hoped or worked for. And I was right. like, "Wait a second, that's weird." And then they kept like going down. Yeah. And then I heard track ten, and it was like "Broken Cityscapes," and I was like, "Wait a second, that should have been the last song." Right. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 fascinating that that happened. Yeah, and it was like or how the, it happened because. When the first time I listened to this album must have been end of 2012. Sure. And at the time on the internet, I would look it up and everybody's like, yeah, those are the names of the songs. Like, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I was like, that can't can't be right. <laughs> but I guess it was right. And then yeah, now it's not right. How, that's <laughs> pretty much how I felt. I was very confused about it all. Uh, track eight, Will yeah. We. Uh, I, I like the song. Yeah. And it's, I like the way it starts because it's like, will we ever feel that way again? Talking about the person that they just separated from, it's like, will we ever feel yeah. that 
closeness, that connection again? Will it happen? I don't know. It's continuing his his train of thought as he is, you know, moving away. He's ending these relationships. Yeah. Or or they're ending themselves. And it's it's a very reflective album. Definitely. I think lyrically and, and I like it. Musically it's the song's also pretty interesting to me, uh, I think. But uh, I put, man, I was so critical. Uh, my original note says, continuing the trend of being more interesting than tracks five and six. Oh, shit. Like, I hate, I, I didn't hate them, but, like, tracks five and six were yeah. the blandest track possible well, for if, me. Yeah, because, I mean, if you didn't originally like the album, if I didn't like this album and I was listening to it, there's yeah. no way I would make it through five and six. <laughs> like, Yeah, it just kind of sort of sound, sounding same. Yeah. Thankfully, Tiny Rainbows came and saved it. And the song, uh, Will We, trend, continues that trend of, of being, being good music. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that I stuck it out. I'm glad that we're doing this podcast because otherwise I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like, I just like the way it continues the... Con- the saga. Yeah, the saga <laughs> of, okay, it's ended now and what's going what on. Does that like, mean? I, one of us, One of us is gone from the other one in a different place. Yeah. Like... And, and how, how do you process yeah. process that? That's, that's what I think a lot of this album is so relatable because he, he is processing things uh, at, at every point in yeah. like relationships. He, he's, he's taking a step back and, and really giving it an analysis yeah. and how he's feeling in that moment, which is, is hard to do, yeah. as, as we've stated. And I mean, the, the lyric with the title in it... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the past few years they've been pretty weird. And sure, I left because I was bored, or maybe scared of what it means when something little comes between you and everything you've ever hoped or worked for. Yeah, it's talking about. Well, sure, I left because I was bored. Like, it. I don't know. It almost seems like it could be a defense mechanism. Sure. Of like, oh yeah, well I just left because I was bored. I don't even know if he's talking from his own perspective here. Right. Like. Yeah. Who left? Who? Like, I guess he did. I have to take his word for it. But it's like, I don't know. He left town because he was bored because he's from a Midwestern town where there's nothing to do. Maybe he left that town because he was bored, but he also had to leave behind somebody. And it also calls back to the previous track where I'm like, did maybe neither of them wanted it to end. Right. But somebody had to leave to go do their own thing. Yeah. And it's like. Is he calling the relationship or friendship the little thing that almost came between everything he ever hoped to work for? Yeah, and that's to- hard. Yeah. So so if you like if you have these big plans for yourself, you don't want to be held back by someone. Yeah. But at the same time you have to like consider their feelings. Yeah. At at least to some degree. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go on and do this, but where does that leave you and your friends? Mm-hmm. You know, where does that leave you and, and your family and like in anything, yeah. really. Like, it's it's a hard thing to do. A very, yeah. Which I've never done it, so I can't even <laughs> comment. Like, yeah, no, I haven't either. I've been right here my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I've never but I mean, had... like, even maybe not, like, a specific location, like a yeah. physical location, just doing something against somebody else's opinion. Yeah. Right? It, we're, we're very good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to, like stop my life because of you. Yeah, joking. I would hope not. But, but, but if something happens where, like, we had in this podcast, yeah. and, like, if I move away, like, yeah. I, I have to consider this. I'd be a I, sad I, boy. I'll have to reflect on it. I'll be sad as well. I really enjoy doing this. Yeah. 
Um, and I, th- I think this is good. I'm glad we started the show. Me too. This is, this is good fun. To the one person out there who's to, listening. To the one person who's listening. <laughs> this is good fun. Uh, but yeah, good track. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I it's, like the rest of this album. I've already said it. Definitely, yeah. And I'm, I'll get to it when we get to the untitled track. I was about to just start on a whole new thing. Okay. But we'll, get, we'll get there. Uh, before we get there, we're, we're at Broken Cityscapes. Yeah. Not, not Broken Cityscapes. Uh, uh, every, formerly Broken Cityscapes. Yeah. Everything you ever hoped to work yeah. for. What, whichever one it is. Yep. One of those two. <laughs> it is the ninth track. <laughs> the n- Track number nine track on this album. <laughs> uh, this kind of links back to Circles Around the Moon where I said that he kind of paints a city as a completely yes. separate place. Yep. Which it it is. But he's... Talking but, but more than a physical place, a mental place, yeah, an emotional place. Exactly. There's a big disconnect. And I feel like he's got a different take on it in this song. Yes. Like, Absolutely. He, he's talking about actually being able to be introspective in the hustle and bust. Like, I feel like in the first song, he's like fresh out of a small town right. or whatever. There, and he's there's, like, a lot of, there's a lot of excitement. Yeah, and he's like, what's going on? Like, I can't even see the stars here. Like, I, right. what's happening? And in this song, he's talking about laying on a rooftop, just thinking yeah. to yourself. It, it's like he, he's, he's been there for a while yeah. now, or at least enough time to kind of decompress and say, okay, like, let's, let's take an inventory of, of everything that I'm feeling now. Yeah. I've had the, this last X amount of time where it's just been so, like, busy. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally. Let's take a step back and like make sure I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a deal, uh, and it it becomes very introspective, and it it feels like he's processing the disconnect mm-hmm. at this point, where he's like maybe not totally happy with it, or or has regrets about how things ended. Yeah, musically, it's a very like light song. Mm-hmm. There's no drums in it. Yeah, uh, that I noticed. Uh, it has some light kind of keys and bells. There's some acoustic guitar. It sounded like there may be a banjo plucking a little bit. Yeah, I'm not it. sure if it is because they use all sorts of weird instruments. Right. I mean, not that a banjo is that weird. Yeah, you well, have a banjo. I do have a banjo, but I mean, like <laughs> weird for indie. Yeah, bedroom pop, whatever this sure, sure. would be classified. There's as. even some humming. I think I picked up on. Yeah, uh, it's it's a very like non-aggressive song. Yeah, it's very like. Uh, Light is the best word I can I can think of in the moment yeah. to describe it. There's not a, a ton of noise going on yeah. in this song. It's a song maybe people in the city could just gather around and play on a rooftop or something. That's, that's very true. Yeah. I would listen to this song on a rooftop I in the would. city. I definitely would. <laughs> it's a good yeah. song. And this, this song, which is something that you wouldn't have any reference for because this is the only album that you've ever listened to, he brings in... I don't know. Talking about if you could ever believe that something in you is still alive, being interested, thinking about, yeah, you were sad, but like, like I said earlier, like you're still breathing. You're a person. Yeah, you're still breathing, and if you can't see the beauty, just don't give up so easily. Talking about keep trying. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, it's and, it's not supposed to be an easy, easy experience. Yeah, and like he's. I don't want to say bashing cynicism, but like kind of talking against like, why would you be cynical? There's so much. Yeah. There's so much good. Yeah. There's so much good. There's so much left to learn. There's so much left to experience. You don't know everything. Like how can you act like, Oh, 
this is this, it. Yeah, this, this is, is it. Life. I, this I know. is all life has to offer. Yeah. It'll never get any better, which yeah. I think is a very common mindset. Yeah. Uh, maybe not necessarily of people our age, but but definitely I feel like a lot of friends, uh, as I, I've grown up in like high school and stuff, there, there was a lot of depression. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of kids that maybe weren't, you know, clinically depressed, per se. Yeah. But they're, they're, that's a time in life where I think everyone is, is starting to, like, feel the weight of the world. And yeah. and it, it doesn't seem like it's going to get better. Yeah. You feel defeated. Maybe it's not necessarily depression, like you said, but... I mean, it's, you, it's depression. Yeah. Or maybe not clinical, like, prescription-level yeah. depression. Not like you right? need to take... It's a healthy depression. Yeah. For yeah. whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, yeah. And just the reason I tied it into other songs is he has other songs where he's talking about... He has another song called Cynicism on another yeah. album yeah, where yeah. he's just like, why? Why, why but, bother? Why yeah. care? But, yeah. It's, it's a good... It's a nice little light song. I like right, it. Right like before it the uh, official end. Because the untitled track at the end, I feel like there's a placement for that song in this album. Like that is not at the end. That is not at the end. Interesting. So so then you you are suggesting that the final song on the album should be yeah uh, Broken Cityscapes, uh, formerly titled by by me as the idea that everything could possibly be said. Yes. Uh, it's it's another ballady kind of kind of slow jam. Uh, I guess some fuzzy guitar oh, to yeah. it, which was interesting. He does sing a bit more in this track. I noted. Yeah. Uh, it, it's there's a bit more melody going on. Uh. This one, lyrically, is yet again kind of continuing the trend of being about distancing or moving away. Yeah. It seemed a bit more optimistic, it, saying mm-hmm. that, like, I'll come back. I, 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 I'm, I, I want our friendship, our yeah. relationship to continue to, mm-hmm. to some degree, and I can come back and we'll talk about it and we'll still be friends. Yeah. Despite me moving away yeah. and doing other things for myself, I, I don't hate you i don't want i don't want things to end i'm i'm ready to accept that like i'm gonna come back yeah it's just a matter of when and it could even be better because we have both lived separate lives yeah and had new experiences you're wiser from that. yeah we can talk about them and then we'll laugh about i don't know the idea that everything could possibly ever be said is a good fitting song title to me because there, once you're in a relationship, a friendship, whatever, for so long, you start to feel like you're telling the same stories. Yeah. Like me and Alyssa, yeah. like I'll tell her something and she can finish it because she's like, you, t- you told me that already. Yeah. And it's like, they're t- he's talking about, well, we're going to have all these new experiences and we'll come back and we'll laugh that we ever thought that like, the, oh, the, we were done. Yeah, we, were, we talked about everything. It's like, no, you just... Lost perspective on what you could talk about. Yeah, because you're stuck. That's a, that's in the a same. very good way of putting it. Yeah, I think. And instead of seeing it as as being stale, like there's because kind of again like saying fuck you to cynics or or cynicism in general, like you just need perspective. Yeah, you you can't assume you you have all of the knowledge that you will ever have because it's not true. You you need to take a step back. Relocate yourself if if need be, yeah. and and kind of reassess life, yeah, and get get a different perspective and come back and then there's still so much more that you can be discussing or or doing. 
because it's, it's crazy how it's, people grow. Yeah, and it's that's something I think he does, which the whole metaphor about being two seeds blown apart to different places in the front yard. Yeah. And you'll grow up the fence and then you'll intertwine. Yeah. And that's you you're that's exactly what happened. It's just with trees cuz <laughs> you're different places yeah. and you're growing and then eventually you're going to come back together. Yeah. And it's it's just great. He talks about growth and personal growth yeah. away from each other with each other, on his own, I feel like he just does that so well, which growth is something that, like, I don't know. It's something that kind of blows my mind sometimes. Yeah. Whenever I think about, there's to, there's totally times where I sit back and I think, like, not, because, I mean, I'll reference this because of the the fact that, it like, this whole album kind of got me in a headspace where I could not get over Alyssa or whatever, whenever we broke up the first time, but it kind of got me... More okay with yourself? Yeah, more okay with myself. And it got me to a point where I, like, could have this experience with her. Yeah. Where it was like, okay, I'm just gonna... This is is me moving away, Yeah, and we're growing back together. Exactly. And it was like, it felt natural. And it was just... I don't know. This album, it just put a lot of things in perspective for me. The whole growth aspect theme of this album really worked well with me and helped me grow. I yeah. guess. Sure. It's every 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 that's the thing. Like every moment you're alive, you're growing in some way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, a healthy growth of, you know, finding something new or getting a new perspective or gaining new knowledge or gaining wisdom, you know, or if it's it, if it's along a a, a a rut that you've carved for yourself, which isn't a good thing. Yeah. You're growing. Yeah. If at, if at the very least you're growing physically. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting closer to death <laughs> for whatever that means. Usually you're, you're having a change of perspective at all points in time. Yeah. It's just not something that you're aware of because it, you're so in it. Yeah. Right. But you'll look back and say last year, even, you know, I was a fucking dickhead. Yeah. You know, or I did something so stupid or man, I thought this way and that's not how I feel at all. Yeah. I mean, even over the course of me listening to this album, right? Yeah. I went in with it, and I wasn't feeling it. I couldn't get over the vocals. There was nothing for it for me there. Yeah. But I, I gave it time, and I, I thought about it more. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I grew to, to like this album. <sighs> so great. It is, it is I'm, great. I'm really... I guess I shouldn't say I'm relieved that you liked this album, but I kind of thought that maybe I wouldn't like you it. wouldn't like it. And it's, it's fair. Yeah. Because again, it's it's a very Joey album, and I can say that because I have this perception in my head of what music you like. Yeah. And you have the same about me, presumably. And and everyone has a perspective, or they 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 have an idea of how someone would react to certain things. Yeah. Uh, this is very much an album that on paper I would not like, especially not, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, you know, however long ago. There, there was a time in my life where I would have laughed at you and said, this music fucking sucks. <laughs> you're, you're horrible. You're a hipster for, for finding joy in this. You're just doing it to be ironic, you know. That just it made me think back to uh, another band that I will put on here. 
oh, on yeah. our list. We'll, we'll, should we discuss this after we finish this album? Well, it's just a story about you calling yes. that band a hipster band. Yes, I think we're going to the same place. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, before we get there, um, Untitled, the, the hidden yeah. track, the bonus track, uh, that is not actually untitled, it yeah. seems. The idea is that everything could possibly be said. Uh, to me, it it didn't it didn't flow. I mean, first off, for context, there's about a minute of silence after yeah. the 10th track, which is why it's a, an untitled bonus track yeah. or a hidden track or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's very raw. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's a demo yeah. of a song that they didn't have time or didn't care enough to, like, I think finish. it is. Is, Which makes sense yeah. why it's at the end. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's the official end of the album. I think yeah, so track it's, 10 explain. is the official end. Where, where would this track go in this album? I think it would honestly, if it were a finished sure. song, yeah, yeah. would either come... I think it would go right after Broken Cityscapes, track number nine. Sure. What, so before because, the penultimate song. Yeah. Which I'm glad they didn't put it there, but I think story-wise it would go there. Because it's talking about, I drove home for the first time in two weeks today, and where is home? Talking yeah. about, well, I've been living at this place for so, like... That's true. Is that my home? Is this my home? I don't know. Home? I mean, I feel like... I feel like that it's it's good to be at the end, because yeah. in track 10, he he's pretty much saying, I'm going to come home. That's true. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. And then this is the act of him doing it, not yeah. just saying he's going to do it. But coming back and, and being excited to be home. Yeah, that's true. On, on the way home. That's actually a very good point. So, either way, yeah, it's a bonus track. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was on the original album. I guess bonus track isn't the right word. Yeah. Uh, but it's a demo. Yeah. I I I noted even in my early notes, uh, I'd be interested to hear the finished the, track. Yeah. I I want it to be finished just so I like have a better perspective on on what it should have been. But it happens. Bands don't finish everything they write. Whether they, they fall out of love with a song, or they just don't have time, or they they lose the inspiration, whatever it happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't slight artists for doing it. Demos are demos. And it's a fun bonus nugget, right? When you get to hear something that's maybe not in a releasable form, that's yeah. not polished or, or produced. I think, it's, I think it's a cool trend. I love that stuff. It's really cool. Besides all sorts of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm about it. They have a whole album of that type of stuff. Oh yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, you're probably not I mean, because it's very raw and, and not like I, produced. I think you'll have to listen to all of his other albums before you would listen to that album. Yeah. So recapping this album, I, I like it as an album. I like it a lot more than I did going into this. Uh, the music is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of fancy music going on. There there is a brass section. Yeah. That I think is a cool uh, inclusion. There's some twangy guitars. There's not a lot of vocal melody. Stuff that I've already kind of touched on throughout this. Um, it's a very bittersweet album. I think bittersweet is the one word descriptor for this album. Mm-hmm. And that there's a lot of sad, but there's also optimism. Yeah. Uh, and I think this album to you feels very similar to how that Hobo Johnson album feels to me. Probably. And that there, there's... I guess I can't even really say that because uh, I'm a sucker for sad songs. Oh, yeah. Right? Hobo Johnson's newest album has a few very sad songs on there. Yeah. And while I can't, I don't necessarily put myself in his shoes and say, oh, like, I just broke up with someone or, like, I, I'm having. But he, he's a, he has a lot of very real thoughts that I've had or have 
currently or, or whatever that it, it just hits yeah and I feel like that's how this album feels to you definitely maybe not in current time yeah. but when you experienced this album it uh, it was it, definitely it was, that it was a very heartfelt thing yeah um and I'm I'm right there with you on the sad song thing. Yeah, I love sad songs. They're just so much better than any other because, type of song. Because I don't know if this is because it's easier to to relate to sadness or if it's yeah. easier to put sadness to words well or or if we're just fucked up. But like there's something that's so good about hearing a sad song. It it has it's, such power. It's yeah to, for me. It's such you listen to music to feel an emotion. Yeah. And I feel like sadness is like the most powerful it's emotion. It's a very strong emotion. And it's a good one to evoke out of people. It's a relatable emotion. Everybody's felt extreme sadness. Every most people have felt I guess yeah. most people have felt I, I, probably I'd everybody. Say everyone. Yeah. Like at some point. Maybe when you're Maybe young. not Sam Regal. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> I'm sure he has. I mean he he was <laughs> In New York on 9-11. He probably had some yeah, sort of... <laughs> I guess that's very fair. Uh, but, he doesn't give off that vibe. Yeah, though. he does not. <laughs> but, like, in happy songs, there's no context for them. Yeah, you're just happy. I, you're, yeah. It's just... It's 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 a very one-note thing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a very specific, like... It's specifically vague. Yeah. And that... It, they, they all kind of hit the same points. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, I'm happy. Hot. Yeah. That's it. There's no there's no purpose behind it. Yeah. There's no feeling behind it, really. Yeah. And, yeah, that happiness, the happiness that is portrayed in happy songs is such a one-dimensional feeling. Yes. Because... It's flat. Yeah, because it's just like, ooh, happy. What? The only real happiness that can actually move you comes from sadness, so it almost has to true. be... A that bittersweet happiness. That is very true. And I think I, the, this album does that well. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I do I think he is completely satisfied and happy at the end of it with everything in his life? No. Yeah. He has regrets. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a very bittersweet album yeah. that I think handles setting up this, the scenario mm-hmm. of him moving away and having these feelings and then thoughts and then coming back and, and sharing that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, music's good. It is. That's why. That's why I think that's why I enjoy this is like being able to talk to somebody about music. Yeah. Getting specific as song tracks and as as vague and general as just music. Yeah. And, and emotions. Yeah. Sad songs fucking rock. They are. Oh my that's, god, they're so good. And <sighs> Alyssa doesn't think this way. Her mom doesn't think they're like happy songs and this and yeah, this. I can't do they're it. Like the poppy song and like that's fine. Like, do that, but. And I don't know. I don't want to dismiss it and be like, that's not as deep right. of an emotion. <laughs> I mean... But it like... It feels that way. It feels that way. <laughs> yeah. That is how I feel. And may- maybe this is just a, a mental thing because so much of pop music is happy. Yeah. And pop music is kind of an insult. Yeah. Right? There, there's this stigma about happy pop music just being generic and not being, not being meaningful. Yeah. Not having a lot of thought behind it. Being overproduced or being know manufactured in such a way yeah that we kind of maybe instantly do dismiss kind of uh someone that enjoys happy music yeah which uh i it's hard to say if it's because of that stigma or because there's not a good way to capture happiness in music or at least not without the context of sadness like you said yeah 
because it's 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 a relative thing, yeah. right? You can't have one without experiencing the other. Yeah. You'll never actually be happy if you've never been sad. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe. I, don't, I don't know. I it's, think that way, which, I mean, calling way back to the beginning whenever you were talking about people in, like, first world problems where people are... Ha- like, I think that is an issue. Yeah. It's, a, it's the ultimate first world problem is to... Have so much stuff just taken care of that you become, like, complacent, which almost forces you to become not, I guess less, I would Less genuous, yeah. maybe. And it's like, if you're happy all the time, then happiness becomes your new normal, and then even happiness is... It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, very, that's very true. That's why people... Shove McDonald's in their face. <laughs> no, they shove McDonald's in their face because it tastes delicious, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, not a sponsor. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a sponsor at all. Never. We're, we're a not spo- sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> we're not getting sponsored. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Is Unless sponsor. you want to. <laughs> hey, if if you're listening to this and you want to sponsor us, so that all three of our listeners can ex- and can hear our plugs for you, yeah. hit us up. We got we got socials now. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I have a question for you, and this ties into what we were talking about, but I think we were going to the same place. I specifically remember a song mm-hmm. that you had played when uh, we used to have board game days here. I think it, it happened. At some point, I was in a car with you, mm-hmm. and you played a song, and the only thing I remember about the song is, uh, I guess, the chorus, where a man, very similar sounding to this, uh, if not the same person, very similar style of music and singing, uh, says, urine speaks louder than words. That, oh, that's not him. That's not him. But. I was, uh, that was my question. This, that's part of the grand rabbit hole that I'm oh going to take God. you down. <laughs> Please, enlighten me, Joey. That's Pat the Bunny. Pat the Bunny. Pat the Bunny. I, I remember well, this was not a huge time difference ago, mm-hmm. but probably like three or four, maybe even five. I don't. I don't have a great scale of time. Gosh, maybe even longer than that. Was it when we were working at the pizza place? I don't know. I really, I feel like it, it was, it had to have been around 2015, 2014. Yeah. Which, uh, depending on which one of those years it is, determines where I was. Because I, I had a data, data entry job that I hated. Yeah. Um, at some point. But I think we were all in your car. Uh, we went to like uh, a pizza place that yeah. neither of us worked at yeah. to get pizza. Um and and that, oh. song, that song, we were on our way back or something yeah. to here to play board games and eat pizza. Yeah. Board games are fun. They are fun. We need to have more board game days we do. again. Uh, it's a shame that we don't do that anymore, as often, anyway. Um, but that. yeah, that song, that that instantly, like, when I, when I heard his vocals, I'm like, this is that same motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and, and back then, I hated it. Yeah. And I still kind of like... It's That's it, the reason it's part of the journey, is because you have to get... Yeah. You, although, that's what I was originally introduced to i heard that before i heard this right interesting but it's like really then then it had to have been well i guess that's, that's well, not true i i heard it after you had heard yeah this. yeah i um, heard yeah yeah we, we know what we're saying we're just saying yeah to each other yeah, yeah. but we know not what, not not super compelling to a listener <laughs> but we understand what's going on we understand each other at this point so so how does pat the bunny tie into this this rabbit hole okay so you know how I said Theo was in Defiance, Ohio? Yes. Which was like a DIY folk punk band. Sure. Pat the Bunny's kind of like the sage of all of that. Really? He's like the godfather? He's like... 
the intro level oh, DI. Okay. Well, I guess I wouldn't say intro level because most people would probably be turned away by his music. Is he the most prominent example? Yes. He's probably the most well-known example of that type of music. And I mean, it, was, it was your gateway. Yeah. And... But I also heard it at a really fucked up time in my life, <laughs> which is... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which a lot of his songs, especially because he's been in a few bands. He has solo stuff. He was with, originally, I guess, Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains, which he... his I don't know how much I want to go into this, but his whole music discography is a great arc to listen to about addiction, battling with your own thoughts, anti-government, political, whatever, and then kind of coming to terms with all that and then entering society at the end of it. Because he doesn't make music anymore. He is officially put out a statement that's like, I'm... I'm done. I'm done. My ideals don't... My personal ideals don't line up with the type of music that I was making anymore. I have to do my own thing and whatever. Like That makes sense. But it's kind of crazy to hear the first album and then the last his album. La- yeah where you're just like oh. just, where's the journey yeah but it's just it's, interesting so maybe, maybe someday we'll get there yeah maybe uh, someday I, I don't think we need to we need to talk about that now yeah um and it's definitely it wouldn't be for a while until we got there so <laughs> yeah, yeah we have a lot on our list right now um and if you if you're listening to this feel free to suggest things as well yeah uh, I don't know if it will be as enriching if one of us doesn't have uh, a personal recommendation or experience with yeah. it. But we'll find out. We'll test the waters. We'll yeah. see what people do. We also maybe bring in guests at some point and have them recommend things. So if you're if you're around here, uh, then you probably know us. If you're yeah. hearing this and you're around here, the overlap is probably pretty large that you know us. Yeah, you're t- the two first names probably give it away. Probably give it away. Um, <laughs> Uh, so if you're listening to this and you're interested in being a guest, let us let us know. We'll we'll work something out. Uh, next week's album, uh, we have decided on the regrets. Feel your feelings, fool. Yes. Which is something that I relate this album to musically. Um, I say this album, the the Nana Grizzle album. I relate musically to the regrets because there's kind of a bit of a like an indie punk uh, pop feel to it. Um, so that's the album we're going to be listening to this week. If you guys want to listen along and share your feelings, feel your feelings, fool, um, do so. We, we have social media handles now. Um, I should have written this out beforehand. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is feedback loop podcast. We have a Twitter account. We have an Instagram. We have a YouTube. Uh, apparently I got logged out of the stuff. Let's see here. Um, it's it's asking me. It's at FBL podcast on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. I think it's the same. Let me double check that. If not, search feedback loop on Instagram. We yeah. got a SoundCloud. We yeah. got YouTube. Just search feedback loop podcast maybe, um, and we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll if it's not more... feedback loop, it'll probably be feedback loop podcast. Yeah, currently we don't have uh, an icon. Yeah, a, a banner. Maybe by the time we release this, we do. Uh, I don't know if this is episode one. Or if we're if we're gonna save it and, and get our shit together before releasing this, um, this might just be practice. Who this knows? Might just be practice, but we'll release this at some point. Yeah, I feel like I feel like these conversations are good. Yeah, uh, it might be harder to piece together our phone audios from the previous ones, but this one we're recording on a singular mic, um, into a laptop because we're getting our shit together slowly yeah. but surely. 
We're professionals now. We're, well, we're not making money, so we're not professionals. <laughs> we're amateurs, I guess. Yeah, we're we're getting it together. <laughs> so find us uh, on, on social medias, tweet us, comment on our YouTube, uh, all sorts of that stuff. Um, until next time, uh, as, as Joey so succinctly put it, stay in our feedback loop. Stay in our feedback loop. I love it. <laughs> it's it's great. It was uh, something I said. It was something he said. That's how we're signing this <laughs> off now. Uh, we're, 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 we're out. Bye. Bye.